And welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. And this is Sam Kiss. Hello, Sam Kiss. How you doing, man? Welcome back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, two podcasts in one week. I mean, I, I mean... Technically. Technically. It was a long weekend, though, so it feels like it's been a while. Mm. We had the Wildcat show in the middle, so... It feels like it was eons ago we did the show. Uh, go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast app you use. iTunes. Leave us five stars. Give, Are, leave, us, leave us a review. Is that the best way to listen to the podcast is on the podcast app? Uh, if you use a podcast app, that's the best way to listen to us. But yeah. if you have a web browser like we sit in front of your computer all day long, you can also listen to us on our website on someonary.com. There's like a little player in the post yeah that's how i listen to it is it okay. yeah a lot of people do that we don't get a lot of downloads sometimes because people just listen to it people are listening so are to you against website. that because that's how you register how well the show's doing so I'm, don't listen to it on the what just take it well, off I'm, of the... I'm fine with that it, okay. it, it messes up my download numbers that's uh, what i'm saying so. <laughs> yeah um, but yeah um, go listen to the other show in the podcast network uh someone nerdy radio and future flicks was billiam those are the other two podcasts in the somewhat nerdy podcast network. I like network better than universe. Don't say, don't, I don't want to start doing like a weird somewhat nerdy universe thing. People are starting oh, to adapt should, the universe thing. start calling no, it No, 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 no. It's not even a WWE thing. It's a lots of, it's just, stop, I don't know. Uh, so what you been doing? Uh, working. Yeah. I'm still a little worn out from the Wildcat show Sunday. So it was just, a- well, it was a, it was a charity show. Okay. With Lanyap for with Love, they're a New Orleans-based charity company. They started just a couple of years ago when all the floods happened, uh, helping people deal with those issues. And then they provide food for the homeless. They do Thanksgiving meals. They're a great little organization. They put on a, with Wildcat, a charity show for the Magnolia Community Services, which is uh, a group helping people with special needs, adults with special needs mostly. Mm-hmm. And it was a great show, but it was just, it was, it, it was, I'm trying to think of the right word. Well, the, the whole audience were, were people part of, as part of the community. So they all were, uh, special needs mm-hmm. individuals and they were just so enthusiastic and so nice and so wonderful. It was a lot of fun because it was just a different kind of atmosphere though, right. as you can imagine. There was a part before the show where we were concerned about whether or not we needed to worry about security because whether or not people were going to understand how the show was going to go or not mm-hmm. and we eventually settled on it not being an issue but then i don't know if you saw yeah there wasn't so, harbor, harbor so, attack <laughs> yeah so so there was a match it was a great show uh david powers debuted uh chuck divine debuted there was a lot of a lot of good uh, new faces on the show and uh but there was a match with socorro and kingbeard which after kingbeard won the hard body was very upset that Socorro lost. So he kind of got in Saeed's face or the referees. If it was Andrew was, was the, the referee. And then Saeed kind of came down to, to break everything up. They started into a shoving match. So then it turned into a match between the referee Saeed and hard body Harper. So they had a, there was a match between the, the referee and a manager, which was already crazy. And then I guess Harper just got enough heat from the crowd that then after he lost, some fans attacked him, and one of them kind of jumped on his back and put him in a chokehold. And it was so ridiculous. Because, I mean, he was choking him out, but you could also tell that he wasn't putting, I guess, a lot of 
uh, strength into it. So no one really tried to pull him off of him because most people were laughing it off and thinking it was pretty fun. It was just a, such a surreal show. I, mean, I guess surreal is the best word. It was okay. it was a lot really fun. It, you know, we we uh, we got there was a lot of a uh, it was a big house. I think it was a pretty good show. So that was you know so that was good. Looking forward to the next show. They're doing a Philly show in a couple weeks at the ECW Arena. Yeah, uh, Sabu. Sabu, you got so excited when you heard the yeah. Sabu. He's he works well, with Walkout a yeah, lot. Yeah, but I, he's fighting Danny Flamingo again. Uh-huh. And I haven't seen the the first one. I, I saw it online, yeah. but I, I would be nice to see it in person. So, so you think about making the trip up to Philadelphia <sighs> to go see the show? Impossible. It's you're not, not impossible. You're not even going. Well, I'm only not going because my son is going to be due, arguably maybe even that day. It's he's due right around the corner. So. Are you going to the X-rated show? I'm definitely going to the X-rated show. So, I love that show. That's my favorite show all year. Uh, Tommy Dreamer got announced for that. Mm-hmm. So don't put any hate on Carlito. He's he's a big name too. I like Carlito. I was a big fan of Carlito back in the day. I know a lot of people don't like Carlito. I I really like Carlito and Tommy Dreamer. So it's going to be a good show. Again, we've talked about before that Wildcat is such a family friendly company. They do a lot of charity work, like they just like we just talked about with the charity show. They do stuff like that all the time. That their X-rated show stands out so much because it's really their only adult-oriented show. Most a lot most indie promotions do stuff if they're not, uh, you know, like Ring of Honor is able to to run out like war memorials and things like that. But most promotions, other than them, stick to bars and things like that. And Wildcat's one of the only promotions that has such trust in their community. They they do more of the convention centers and the schools and things like mm. that, which are a much more family-friendly environment. But then the X-ray show is always at the Shamrock, which is a bar. But the atmosphere is well, I went last like year, night and day. And uh, I, I, uh, they had like two dollar long necks. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the, you can get. The, and then the, I, I, I drank extremely way too much. There is a big difference when watching wrestling while you can drink and while you can't. I guess. Yeah. But that's such that's such a weird thing. Is I mean, you know, when you go to see WWE shows at the arenas, you can get alcohol things like that. But I still think of that as more. It's too expensive, I guess, as part of it. I wanted to drink at the Ring of Honor show that we went to uh, during Mania weekend. The beer was nine dollars. Yeah. Well, th- some nine. people might be listening to this and think that that's really cheap. God, I'm not spending nine dollars on a beer. Yeah. No, this yeah. is not going to happen. It's the principle of the thing. Yeah, there is. When you think of wrestling, do you think of it as a as an adult form of like what is? I know that you're an adult and you enjoy it. You have kids that enjoy it. Do you think of wrestling as a family friendly? kind of show or do yeah, you think of it as an adult show? family friendly okay so when you go to shows where it's like at a bar where you can drink things like that does that mean does that feel like not the norm because it, it used to be it, like it that. feels different yeah I mean, especially for me i mean because i've brought my kids and my wife to most of the wildcat shows and then me and my wife went to uh the x-rated show and then i got drunk yes you did so it's not the norm. Well, Sandman was was partially responsible for that. He he, he, he throws he, beer at everybody. He poured a bunch of beer down my throat. He so. did. He poured it down my throat too. But you got to keep the can, so I good did. for you, and I guess. And then I have a redneck Budweiser sign can in my room. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, it's the more the weirdness of the friends that come over to my house. Oh well, yeah. They have no idea what wrestling is. It's right. And between. They're like, why is there a Budweiser, a smashed Budweiser can sitting on your shelf between Captain America and the Ultimate Warrior? Wolf, Captain America. Yeah, well, you know, there you go. So um, the other thing, we didn't really talk about it on the last podcast, but there's been a lot of changes in uh, WWE. Recently, yeah, there was a so shakeup. The past two weeks, three weeks. Well, the shakeup last year, I guess it was bigger than the couple of people that they showed. I just feel like this year they traded a lot more people than they did the previous year. So it didn't. F- it felt like a draft, not like a 
um, just a couple of people to swap it over just to kind of mix it up. It felt like it feels like the rosters are very different now. Yeah, it definitely changed the uh, the whole landscape of how both the shows are going to run. Well, mostly SmackDown, I feel. Yeah, Raw for it's there's going to be changes, but SmackDown's really it's a different show now. The sentiment, well, especially Sm- with Daniel Bryan being back too. Well, Daniel so. Bryan's back. The, the which is a big deal. It started. It already feels like it's not that big of a deal anymore. I was it's, listening to one that is that he's lost of, momentum. It's what? I mean, I don't know what momentum he had, but I mean, like, does he's it feel... only been back like two weeks? No, shut, I know. I agree. Up. I yeah. Well, yeah. We're on a podcast talking about wrestling. And on can't top of that, shut up. Oh, shut up! Fucking Mark. Um, <laughs> and on top of that, I already have a feeling that they are not going to use him how everybody wants him to. They no. are going to use him to get other people over because he is super over. That's what he wants to do. He exactly. said that. He said that a couple years ago. That if he came back, that that's what he would want to do. He would want. That's why he's in a program with Big Cass. So there's no. Or they're going to save him versus the Miz for later. Exactly. There's well, no. They already announced that match. It's happening. Uh, well, no. Those UK. are house. Those house are house shows. shows yeah, though. that's right. So that's not the same thing. That's um, that's the Curry people to go there. That's like you know Triple H versus Cena at the Rumble this weekend. It's not. It's just it's house show big matches when they're in uh, when they're overseas. Mm-hmm. They always have to have some kind of marquee show. But yeah, the. The Daniel Bryan thing on SmackDown makes it particularly interesting because you have him and AJ, but there's still the sentiment as there always has been that the focus of Vince McMahon's eye is always on Raw. So SmackDown, while he also watches that too, it feels like it always has felt like you can get away with more there. Like Jinder Mahal would have never been champion on Raw. But he uh, was able to be know. champion on SmackDown. I don't know. I, I, not the way that they used him. Not the way they maybe used him. Maybe now. Yeah, maybe now. So when people go over there like Samoa Joe, it's one of those like, well, maybe they'll put the title on Joe kind of thing. And everybody's forgetting they moved Jeff Hardy to that show, too. They moved Jeff Hardy over there. They've got Seamus and Cesaro, which will break up, and then hopefully they'll push Cesaro. Cesaro. Well, I remember hearing a rumor about that, and I th- but I think that stemmed mostly because of all the back issues that Seamus has been developing. That maybe he's not going to be around for much longer. But they keep saying he's never going to. I mean, he's not going to be around much longer. And then he also he goes out there and has a crazy ass match. They said that about the Big Show, and he just signed like a three year exactly, contract too. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen him since. He's he still wrestles sporadically, which I think he should at this point in his career anyway. Not just at because of how old he is, but because. If you use him as a feature performer, so it feels like a bigger deal, even though it never will. Uh, the so yeah, I think with the way they traded the shows, it felt like SmackDown got bigger guys. But I don't know if it's that as much as it just feels like they'll do more on the show as opposed to like Jinder came over to Raw and you didn't feel like oh he's going to be a threat or Bobby Roode or those kinds of guys. They already feel like they're the mid card. There's not a shuffle of the, of the of the main event card on. Raw. All the guys that came over feel like they're going to be in the middle. Yeah. Whereas all the guys that went to SmackDown uh, are going to be main. All eventers. the guys on Raw instantly were like, "Okay, that's your new mid card." Yeah. So that's Which the new is, guys are going to get fed. But and I mean, that's fine. fine. There's not. I like the mid card. I feel like people treat the mid people's attitude toward the mid card is strange. In that it's not the bottom of the card; it's the middle of the card. That's not a bad place to be on the show. You got to be somewhere. You got to be somewhere, but it's also the middle. Like this middle class is not a bad thing. It's the lower class that you don't want to be in. I mean, arguably on Raw. I mean, like, like if you're a solid mid carder, that almost feels like it's more insulting than if you know. You don't want to be Bo Dallas. Do I don't know. I'd like to be Bo Dallas. I I Bray tweeted about having them be in the Broken Universe, yeah, which I, I think that. is interesting. So so who do you, at at. There's been a couple of weeks, so they had the shakeup, and then there was those shows this week. 
who which show do you like better do you think smackdown's gonna be do you think do you see an improvement in either show or both I've shows seen, i've already seen an improvement in smackdown over the past couple of weeks me anyway, too anyway raw is still that weirdness where i don't it's what raw did like a year ago where you can never really tell where the shows are going what they're mm-hmm. doing there's no cohesiveness of anything right now i don't mind i don't dislike that though. i don't dislike that i like that the momentum that like like for like bronze momentum for example feels completely based on his crowd reaction but not on anything that he's been doing in ring wise for the last couple of months because he lost at the chamber and then he was doing that weird elias feud and then he became tag champions with nicholas and now he's i don't know teaming with bobby lashley and things like that which was awesome, by the way. Which shows that he doesn't have any direct momentum, but I like it when they use guys who are over in that way. Just let him keep building up things. So then when he decides to turn his head towards Roman or whoever, whoever. it'll be a bigger deal. I really love the, the all of this Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn stuff that they've been doing over the last few weeks has been gold. They need to continue to do it because yes. literally it's the best thing on Raw right now. I, I guess they're the... Would you say that they're the top heels on, on the brand? They have to be they have considered to be. that way. Other than Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Which is pretty great. It's just like what happens. Like like a few months from now, what do you think is going to be the top feud? Because I mean, assuming that they put the belt on Roman eventually at some point, they can turn Roman heel. But we've been talking about that for so long. I think it would work just in the sense that you could have a heel Roman versus Braun, and that would be fresh. You could have a heel Roman versus Seth. But the but the thing is that you can keep him babyface and do all of that too. He'll be the heel in the match because people will be booing yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But it's not even about that as much as the freshen up. It's like the Nakamura stuff. So you have you you turn someone heel, so then even though you do the same matches over and over again, the dynamic has shifted. But I don't know. I don't know. Bobby Lashley hasn't done he's much. He's still there. I mean, well, he's only been, it's only been two weeks. So yeah. So I I don't know what they're going with him. Are they going to push him quickly? I, I mean, he instantly gets a. My favorite thing on Raw right now is the Drew McIntyre Dolph <clears throat> Ziggler thing. I thought that was great on Raw. So Drew McIntyre's promo, it's epic. It's awesome. And I've never, I immediately think that Dolph Ziggler matters more because they're putting it with Drew, and Drew seems like he matters, so Agreed. it makes it seem like Dolph matters. Like it's the first time I looked at Dolph Ziggler, and I'm like, oh, that's right where he belongs. And that promo that he could, it, you can, it felt like he felt like this is what I've been wanting for years. Well, he had almost the exact same promo in uh, NXT about yeah. you know people being lazy and stuff like that. Um, but he said, I remember when he was in the independence, he was saying almost saying the exact same thing. You know, the wrestling community has gotten lazy. This is his character. This is his character. Well, it and it's true to his to his real life that he got brought up, got given the world, and then no one wanted to work with him because he wasn't as experienced and he didn't have a good attitude. Then he got dropped down in three and B and job to everybody, and then got let go. So he had to really rediscover all of that and really bust his ass on the indies to not be considered just like that 3mb guy that's now on the indie scene kind of thing and he did and he did so he looks like he looks like the next coming of triple h in the sense of how big a deal he'll be treated if that makes sense if and this is gonna be bold for me because you know how i feel about roman if they turn this from the roman show to the drew mcintyre show Mm -hmm. i would be super on board about it well i mean the problem this they is the can thing. Get, they can get behind Drew too. He's got it. He's got a good look. He is big. He can talk on the mic. On top of that, well, the problem with the way that they treat this is what we were talking about a few last week about the the guy at the top of the mountain that they want the top guy on the mountain to be their guy, their mouthpiece, the guy that they send on 
Conan O'Brien and mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel and things like that. So they always have to mold them to be of a certain attitude. Like if they had Stone Cold Steve Austin now, it feels to me like if they put him as the top babyface, that they would mess with his character too to soften them up. That's why they put the Nicholas stuff with Braun Strowman, as I was saying, is that it makes him, it endears him. He's the gentle, not the gentle giant, but the the giant that has a heart of, I don't want to say gold, but you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That I love this attitude that Drew had, and he had that attitude when he was in NXT. I always am afraid, which is I don't want to be that guy talking about like when they misuse people on the main roster. But if they put him as the top guy, which I feel like he could easily be put easily, but his look, by his work ethic, by all the he he ticks all the boxes. That then I'm afraid that he would get booed too because they would change his character to be that of someone mm. you know that fits more what that they fits want. more that he would cater. Anytime you cater to the fans, there's something about wrestling fans where it depends, I guess. But like, because Braun is doing it with his, you know, he he does the get these hands thing and and Seth is doing it too. But maybe it's, but it's also because they're not treating them like the top guy. The second that they put the spotlight where everyone knows this is the golden boy that can do no wrong. And then he asks for the adoration of the fans because... You better give it to me because I'm not going anywhere, whether you want to or not. That they boo him, you know, and and if they keep it where Drew and Dolph, which I can't believe I'm even saying that, <laughs> just run buckshot over everybody and keep them out of the main picture stuff. Yeah, I think just like, go through the mid card, go through the low card, just, just instantly every single week. Don't even have competitive matches. Just just, just exactly what they did through. this week. Yeah, burn through everybody. But then this, like, and in two months from now, you realize. Drew and let's say this Roman or Drew or whoever has the bell at the time hasn't been in the ring together. Yeah. And then they're in the ring and Drew's music pops. Everybody loses their mind. I know. It's weird though because it's like, so you have them, you have the authors of Pain who are getting squash mm-hmm. matches on Raw. And then arguably, I mean, even though they got squash, you have the tandem of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah, but so see, it feels like they're shifting, like there, there are a lot of tag teams that aren't really. Tag, tag teams. teams. They're singles. A lot Kevin of two singles guys. And teams. Sammy, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt them to lose. No, no, it doesn't because their character is to complain, so that works. I love the mm-hmm. whole Sammy with his old man glasses and their he, shtick is great. And they had the and he they're back doing it, and they're backed by Stephanie McMahon. But then it's like, and then you all arguably could do the Braun Bobby Lashley thing yeah. too. But then over and then over on SmackDown, you've got Andrade Cien Almas is coming. Mm-hmm. You've got the Bar. I don't know what's going on with the... Back up for a second. Say that dude's name again. Andrade Cien Almas? Why? I didn't realize I've seen tons of that dude's matches. What do you mean? When he had a mask. Yeah, La Sombra. Yeah. I didn't know that. No? I didn't know that until last week. Yeah. He's the leader. He's the original Los Angeles. I know that. <laughs> Did you not realize <laughs> no that that was the same guy? That. That's why when you look, when you see him doing his stuff in NXT and people are like, he's stealing Nido's stick. I'm like, no, it's the Nido other way around. It. Nido stole it from him. I never ruled. Well, not stole it, but it was doing his thing I didn't as know an homage. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that great? It kind of blew my mind, and now I like him. And the Bullet Club's on SmackDown, and apparently Chaos is coming, so, you know, <laughs> so it'll just be all of the uh, factions from New Japan on SmackDown. Uh, It'd be great. We're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we're going to come back and give our picks for the greatest Royal Rumble Ellipsis ever, ever? ever? So <laughs> We just had one a couple weeks ago. We'll see. All right, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a nerd podcast that touches on every walk of nerd culture? Well, look no further. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is the podcast for you. We cover nerd culture, news, new movie reviews, 
bad movie reviews, video games, comics, with sprinkles of nerdy nostalgia throughout. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is a flagship podcast of the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Find us on every podcast app or stream it on SomewhatNerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. And we're back. We're back. We're going to do... Why do you say that every freaking time? That's what I think whenever I hear we're back. So we're going to do our picks for the greatest Royal Rumble. A Saudi Arabia paid for WWE show that just full of nonsense already. I don't... What is... What is... Where's... That was a lot just now. Yeah, I I don't understand. What nonsense. So I don't know if you've seen some of the pictures, but they have this whole section... Like like a giant section that's gonna hold like five hundred people that have lazy boys in it. What? Yeah, apparently that's for a bunch of like Saudi Arabia princes and like. Well, it's a soccer stadium. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. On the floor they have built and they've had this whole entire area that has recliners in it. Well, they're in a kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I won't pretend to act like i'm not ignorant about the entire culture of saudi arabia i don't know what's going to happen well, i don't know who the king of saudi arabia is or if they a, have a king it's, it's a prince it's a sultan a prince it's a prince right now um it's just flashbacks the is, of, of a prince ali so prince is the prince is trying to do this show because he's trying to get the country more progressive there's a lot of things that are going on with the country like it's not wwe like that's kind of a movement they've been so get, he, trying to get a lot of things he's really behind it uh women are going to be driving for the first time in june yeah. so he is really behind trying to make I the god about that to make the country look more progressive so all the tickets that are around the ring that can be seen on camera the only way you can buy that ticket which were really cheap you had to have have a wife and you had to bring your wife oh wow that was it so they were selling single tickets um the upper, I did, where did you hear all that i haven't heard is, about any this of this is on uh dave Meltzer, i think you this is weird this. you were telling me that you thought this was like a weird show yeah yeah so all the tickets that are higher are only like a dollar two dollars american okay like they just want people in the door well, see, it's um, like seventy thousand people. They don't WWE. It's no. They're. It's not up to them. They are getting paid twenty million dollars, no matter what. Okay. If they sold no tickets, they were still going to get paid twenty million dollars. That sounds like a really good deal. So it is a really good deal <laughs> for WWE. And yeah. let's put this in perspective. They made fourteen million dollars at the Superdome. Is that all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for tickets <laughs> for ticket sales. Okay. Um, they're about to make twenty million dollars profit i mean not profit obviously but they're not worried about putting butts well it looks seats. like they're putting a crazy setup it looks like it's it's uh from what i've seen it's, it's gonna be like yeah a, it's like mania, another mania another mania just a couple weeks later it's so weird so this is all the but saudi th- arabia government trying to have something there and you know they and, were asked triple h today you know like what about the women he's like you know obviously we want the women wrestlers there that culture is not ready for it but in two years 
mm-hmm. it probably will be. Well, so I've, I was about to say that they're getting nothing but, or not, the squeaky wheels are giving them nothing but flack about yeah. doing a show with no women on it, which is part of it is because they've done nothing but shout to the rooftops about the women's revolution and evolution for the last, for all of 2018 at the very least. Maybe you missed something I said. $20 million. Oh, no, no. I know that. It's just, it, it clashes with their PR I, It most movement. definitely does. Like, I people know. are saying, like, they did a deal with the devil. Those kinds of things. I mean, Saudi Arabia, no matter what, even how they, they treat women, which is are terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is still a place that, if you're gay, they kill you. Yes. Like, they behead people but all I the think, time. But I think, and again, as I was saying with the Wildcats, I was about show with their... Wrestling, in general, is a strangely charitable sort of just like the bob hope thing like with wwe doing all mm-hmm. the overseas uh tours for US the troops use those shows it's something that everybody kind of gets everybody even if you don't like it everybody uh gets the idea that someone could like wrestling kind mm-hmm. of thing it's, it's 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 entertainment at its core values i suppose that being able to do a show of that scale adds faith in the progression of what they're doing forward. Exactly. So that then the next time they come in and they say, well, we want the women's performance. Like, well, we like WWE. Let's, we'll let's let them, them do that. Yeah. That Does that make sense? Yeah, like, it does. It, but the only way you can do that is to kind of, so I, you know, I don't know if I agree. I don't want to get all political about it, but there's, I get the whole, if I disagree with you, then you should tell them the fuck off. But then I also agree. I get the sentiment of, if you want to help them see the light in a different way, you have to work with them. Exactly. You know, you can't just shout at them from the other side of the street. You have to go over there and help them along. And there's a post floating around right now that a guy that lives in Saudi Arabia that's born and raised there. He's like, this is steps that the country is trying to make. This prince yeah. and the younger generation that are growing up right now want everything to be a little bit more equal. Yeah. Like nobody wants to live in the Stone Ages no more. So this is something that they're trying to do. I'm going to guess that when people lived in the Stone Age... They didn't want to be living in the Stone, the Stone Age, Age then. Yeah, yeah. But if you're living in the Stone Age and then you look across the street and somebody has, you know, Hulu, I imagine you definitely don't want to be living in the Stone Age anymore. So we're going to go ahead and start getting our air picks conditioning, out of the way. Man. Air, air conditioning, conditioning, man. That's 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 it. I'm, I was just fretting today. I hate it's you know it's April still, but the heat's finally starting to come here, and I'm not I'm not happy about this Jazz Fest time. I'm just really. Not excited. So, I mean, it's Saudi Arabia, so it's almost summertime, so... Because it's an open stadium, or mm-hmm. there's a roof. Mm-hmm. If they're already doing it, it's going to be a nighttime show for them, I assume. Yeah, here it starts, it starts at 12 at, our, our time. Yeah, 12 Eastern, so 11 where we are, yeah, too. Yeah, that's right. And that's also weird, because they, they kind of alluded to it on Raw in the sense that, uh, you know, for Sami Zayn was like, take off work, you know, don't go to school, kids. And I was thinking, yeah, it's a Friday, where I don't know, like, do you expect... It, that they're concerned about the live network uh, attendance, or they don't give a shit about Twenty that. million dollars. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, no, okay, yeah. It's um, a long show. It's supposed to be like a five-hour show. Six-hour show. Is that including the pre-show? Or uh, no? I think it's six hours of the pre-show. Okay, that won't have Renee Young. I'm off it. of work. Yeah, it won't have Renee Young. The Jewish wrestlers can't go here either. Oh, Paul wow. Heyman, Paul Heyman can't go. Oh wow! Well, this is a country that you know, I know kills is, Jews this too. This is so crazy. So, I mean, like again, we, we just—I know that I knew all of this, but yeah. I haven't thought about it at all yeah. until we're talking about it, and now I don't know how I feel about it. This is crazy. Yeah, it's kind of weird. 
I mean, there's so much weirdness. Like, what with would this happen whole thing. if Sasha Banks just ran out? Like, what would happen? I don't think anything would happen. That's the whole thing. Nothing would happen. I mean, this is a modern country, even though they have really backwards things on certain things. Uh, there's not gonna be a stoning inside of the ring. Well, I'm just right asking, like, what could happen? I'm asking you as if like you're this like expert, right, on, expert Saudi on Saudi Arabia, Arabia law not, and things like so. that. But I'm just saying, like, is there something that could happen where? It would be life threatening to the wrestlers beyond mm. the stuff in the ring no, and things I don't like think, that. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I don't know. This is, I'm showing. But that Paul I really Heyman, don't know. I, he's not going. Okay. I, you know what? I say he's not going. I would imagine he's not going. He is Jewish. Well, then Roman Reigns definitely not turning heel because you got to have Paul Heyman on his side if he's ever going to turn heel on Lesnar. You can blame him on Heyman for not. Being so there. okay, we we're talking. Do you want? We're going to make our picks. We can talk about this when we get yeah. to the main event. Or do you want to just talk about the universal title match? You start with the universal title okay, match. Okay, so we mentioned. Paul so Heyman. I was. You watched Raw this week, right? Yes. So I'm watching Raw. It's in St. Louis, uh-huh. and I like St. Louis. St. Louis is one of the better wrestling sh- town shows. And when Roman came out, when they did the whole like panorama, they did the tribute to Bruno Sammartino. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Bruno Sammartino, yep, which yep. is a big deal. I think it sucks that he so much of his career you can't even watch even if you wanted to because it's just not recorded i do watch some of i love that old school i love that stilted barely anything happens but then after 30 minutes somebody does a move and people could lose their mind kind of style wrestling old old buddy rogers stuff too yeah uh and then brock lesnar comes out so it it, a big a very somber moment is met with Brock. brock lesnar so I guess it made sense that the audience kind of popped for in a big way, but they kept showing these people in the front row where I remember I was watching thinking these guys are very enthusiastic for especially for St. Louis like they felt like they were acting like an ECW in their in their ravenous. They were being way too over the top. And the camera kept showing them. And the camera kept showing them. And then Paul Heyman stops. He doesn't mention them, but Brock and Paul stop and look at them kind of stop what they're doing and then they continue it it felt really weird and i don't know if anybody's talking about it online because I, I try to stay off they are talking about it until online. i record the podcast so yeah, after the show i didn't think about it that the no one's confirmed it but people are talking about it as though it was a confirmation a that there were plants that they were 10 plants put there to cheer for roman reigns because then when Roman came out, they were the guys that they kept showing chanting Roman. Yeah, and they, yeah, yeah. And you could hear it, but it was mostly you could tell that the the arena wasn't chanting. No, it, it was, was something the from audio nearby. That microphone that, that they were carrying right in front of. So them. that's where now really? that hasn't been confirmed. That okay. could just be a bunch of people that so they gotta, gave. It's got to happen eventually because those people are people somewhere, and they have to be asked. Well, a lot of times they'll ask them not to say them, and then they just say, they, "No, that wasn't." You know, uh, yeah. Kfab, Chris, come yeah, on. No, fans, those were fans all my friends up. that I was sitting next to. Yeah. That was, I think his name was Paul. And... Well, I mean, you can go look so, him yeah, up on Twitter, I, I guess, if I you want to, was, but I'm just saying. I thought that was really weird. I so, didn't yeah, know so, but so a few people have said, but then I haven't heard anyone talk about, like, it seems like it's just people assuming that, that it was plants. so weird that they have to have been plants. They felt like plants. They looked like plants. So, I, I, my thought was that, yeah, okay. So, that's where we're at. So, we're meeting fake plants, plants to cheer for Roman, and then they're going to Saudi Arabia where no one's going to hate on him because they're all so happy that anybody's there to begin with that he'll get cheered. But then I feel like even if that happens, he's going to get booed when he fights Samoa Joe a week later. So does it matter? So I'm picking Roman Reigns on this um, because uh, if you're new to the show, I always pick Roman for some strange reason. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's a complete, obviously, most of the time, it's a complete waste of my vote. Mm -hmm. But I'm picking Roman again. 
Yeah, Lesnar's got a new deal where he's making a lot of money, and a lot of people think that it only makes sense for him to be making that if he's going to be champion for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. I do think that he's. I don't think he's scheduled for the for backlash. Certainly, no. So it would be a show without the universal. Well, what's weird about it now, though, no, because now they're not doing single branded pay per views anymore. Exactly. They're doing so double branded. Have to be on so it. the WWE title will be on every single show. Yep. So it doesn't really matter anymore. It doesn't. But that's also been... another thing that says that it should be that Lesnar would be retaining. And there's no other. There's been no UFC announcement. So he has to announce that he's coming back for UFC, and then he's got to sit on the sidelines for a whole entire year. Oh, wow. Well, his suspension. Yeah. He hasn't served any of his suspension for popping on uh, Why? Because because he's been wrestling? That, that negates it? No, he retired from UFC, so it instantly negated his suspension. Why doesn't he just say that I'm back in? So if he said he was back in, then it would ruin everything with WWE. But why? He wrestled in UFC a couple years ago. I, I, he wrestled I, in UFC and then fought like Randy Orton like a couple like weeks later. Again, I don't make the rules or know what they're doing. Yeah, I don't like keep asking you things. You yeah, don't know anything. I don't know anything. Than anything. Me. Uh, but I, I think so. The most interesting that's ha- thing that's happened with Roman has been the last couple weeks solely on the shoulders of Samoa Joe. Because mm-hmm. he's been the only person that's been... Because it, before, it was Michael Cole. And Michael Cole, as I said, is a big reason why Roman Reigns is not over. Because he does not come off as genuine. So the whole thing comes off as disgenuine. The only genuine announcer they have is Corey. And he's a heel, so he doesn't care about Roman at all. Mm-hmm. So you have no voice... You, you get what I'm saying? So, But then... When Samoa Joe comes out and he says, well, Roman, you're going to lose because you always lose to Brock Lesnar, it makes me want to go, shut up, mm-hmm. you know, because that because he's a, just a good heel. I don't yep. mean like I like him. I mean, he does his job well and that he does all the things to make you root for the other guy. That's a heel's job. If you didn't know Wrestling 101, the heel is supposed to get over the baby face. Thank you, Sam. So if you're not doing that, you're not a very good heel. I don't care if you're a good bad guy. Who do you got on this? I love Kevin Owens, but he hasn't been a very good heel in the sense that he doesn't get the other guy over. I arguably, and I love Kevin Owens. So I want that to continue, and it won't continue if Roman wins. So I'm going to pick Brock Lesnar. Okay. I'm going to. I think I like the idea of Roman just continually losing, and I like the idea. I don't. It feels like a moot thing. It's like the Cena thing almost at that level of continually bringing up that they need to turn Roman Reigns heel. I just think it would be more interesting than what they're doing with him. They could do something else with him to be more interesting. Because I was going to say before is that they, they or the thing with Drew McIntyre is that when they, people are baby faces, they always are so squeaky, clean. They don't let people have an edge as much. Nakamura is immediately so much better. Just because he's a heel, he's able, you can tell that he's relaxed more. Mm-hmm. He's able to color outside the box more. Which leads to the uh, the WWE title. Do you think that Nakamura is going to win the WWE Championship from AJ Styles? I actually do. You're picking Nakamura. I'm picking Nakamura because I'm picking with, I'm... with a nut shot. Oh wow! Like with it's like a ref be... like a ref bump nut shot and then a yeah win? for sure they done built up the nut shot to this ridiculous uh, level ridiculous level and if it doesn't end with that I'm, I would be disappointed. Yeah, I mean. I I I mean I I I'm picking Nakamura too. How you the feel idea about the, the club and AJ back together. I felt like it's so the club just like just cheats on whoever Bullet Club leader well, they're on the show with. Well, so. I mean, yeah, they they. You remember I, they were with AJ before they were with AJ before when they were they got heels. separated. Yeah, they went back with Finn just recently. Yeah, 
which did not really work very well. But then I don't even think they know what they're doing with Finn either. No, they don't. So I think they should. I don't know. Should they should turn Finn heel? But they the, need to do something with him. I thought he was a shoot. Sure, it was going to be him or Seth going to SmackDown. I did too. But yeah. I think that that was probably changed because of Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. They don't need him. They don't. There. Yeah, exactly. Though. I like the stuff that they did on SmackDown this week where Carl Anderson kind of like took a Kinshasa yeah, yeah, yeah. for took AJ. A bullet took a for bullet him. for his leader. Because that's what Corey Graves said. Oh, um, you know, God. So. I'm just registering <laughs> that. He messed up a couple times recently where he, he, said, bullet he said Bullet Club instead yeah. of Bullet Club. And chaos is coming. Imagine. It doesn't make any sense. But imagine if it's like Sanity joined chaos? Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh. And they did chaos. It wouldn't make any sense. It doesn't right? make any sense. I like his new music. Do you like his new music? Yeah. With it's the, rocking. It's weird. It's very hard. Like it has nothing to do with that. I I don't understand the lyrics, but they're but they're performed in a way where it's like it's discouraging from singing, which is the point. Yeah. But I really like it. I like it. Too. I like his new entrance. I like the whole thing, and I I don't like that. I I like that the audience is still booing him despite the fact that he's a million times better than he used to be. Agreed. You know, that's a that's a an important factor of how well it's working is that he's. Way more interesting, but he's still being booed. All right, let's go to the pre-show. Um, Sel- Seldrick. Uh, There's Alexander a pre-show? And Kalisto. Why are you assuming this is the pre-show? Because it's the Cruiser Cruiserweight Championship? It's Cruiserweight's always in the pre-show. I don't even know they're going to have a pre-show on this. People are going to be waking up at like 9, nine to watch the pre-show maybe. of the greatest Royal Rumble. So who you got on this? For the Cruiserweight title? Um, I got Alexander. Yeah, I think Alex, he keeps Cedric, the belt. Yeah. I, the fact that it's against Kalisto... Doesn't make any sense. He's gonna lose it to. A, this is not a feud. This is just a match. Yeah, he won a tournament. Uh, there was a tournament on uh, two hundred five for over the past couple of weeks. But it's still. It's not a feud. It's, it's a, not it's, a feud. It's, it's only, it, that's you know. Two hundred five's been working off of tournament stuff. I love put, tournaments. Try to put storylines in it, basically. Tournaments are the fact you love New Japan. New Japan does nothing but tournaments. That's all New Japan is. I get that. You know, I, I've, they're supposed to be doing the King of the Ring at some point later. Yep. Which is one of my favorite things because it's just the only tournament WWE would really do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I still don't think that means that Kalisa is going to win. I think that Cedric's going to win. Intercontinental Champion ladder match: uh, Miz, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe. So I have a train of thought about this. You're going to bring up the U.S. title? Yeah. I am. Okay. So because so we have the same thought process. Yeah. That yeah. there's two the two mid card titles, the U.S. and the Intercontinental mm-hmm. title, both have guys that switched brands. Mm-hmm. But now, but both matches feature Raw and SmackDown superstars. Yes. So they could switch the, the titles again. Guaranteed they switch the titles. Why is that mostly guaranteed? Be, mostly because, and it's all it has to do with Miz. I think even if the Miz doesn't win this, Samoa Joe wins this. So the, the Intercontinental belt is back on SmackDown. So then the U.S. belt goes with gender. So you're saying that Roman will become Universal Champion, and then at Backlash it'll be Intercontinental Champion versus Universal Champion Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns? That means Miz wins. I'm picking the Miz. Okay. So that means Intercontinental Belt goes to Miz, which is now on SmackDown. The U.S. Belt, they want Jinder to win in India. Uh-huh. In Saudi Arabia, I mean. So I think that's the whole reason he lost the belt in the first place, so he can win it in Saudi Arabia. You're right. No, you're right. If Jinder's going to win... Then they have, then they to, have, have to get to. the belt over. They have so to it has to be Samoa Joe or it has to be Miz. It makes com- everything you're saying makes complete mm-hmm. sense, but it would not. See, the problem is that it feels like a like a, a wide eyed prediction. Like it does a bright, like that they won't do it, and then you're just gonna be like, oh, that's not mm-hmm. nearly as interesting. But it also feels like that's exactly what like they're they like do. they have to do because I was gonna say this, even though they're making it's a big deal, but it's still 
and I'm wrong, I don't know how to feel about this show. Because I still kind of think of it like a house show. Even though it's very it's not. They've been not building now. it up like crazy. But in terms of the things that will happen, like it doesn't need all these kind of crazy moments to happen. I mean, this is going to be It's already going to have a 50-man Royal Rumble, which I haven't really been able to comprehend is happening. I've, I try to sit there and try to think of 50 people. There's not 50 people in the roster. Well, they're going to bring in like cruiserweights. Oh, well, they and, already uh, said the uh, people uh, from the tryouts from Ray, Ray Mysterio's in it. Uh, Great Khali will probably be in it. Kurt Angle said he's in it. Yeah, um, well, those are confirmed guys, but that's still not Chris, fifty. Chris well, Jericho. I mean, how many people are on each roster? I they don't just know. if it's just everybody that's not in the if it's just everybody. I think it's gonna be everybody that's having matches. Too, yeah, so. probably everybody. Um, so you're picking the Miz and you're picking Gender. I am picking. Gender. So I will pick. I'm gonna pick Gender too. I didn't think about. He'll wear his nice Darjeeling Limited outfit again. Mm. And then, uh, see, I don't know if I... I like the idea of the Miz having an Intercontinental title. You're right. I do. It seems like his belt, and it's going to follow him no matter what. Well, it's also... But that's what it means. I, it can go with Samoa Joe, if, and it if, also is on the well, show. Well, it's because they're clearly doing Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Yes. As a, at least a temporary feud. Which means the Miz will not be directly involved in that, at least at first. Which means the Miz has to be doing something. Unless Cass is working for Miz. So it makes sense. No. Yeah, exactly. And then you, and that's why he doesn't have the Miz Taraj. You have him as his, as a, like a Diesel and mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels. Where, we need where a, Miz we need is a... playing the role of Shawn Michaels. Yeah, Jesus. Sure. <laughs> and then they can have Dana Bryan versus the Miz in a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. Like it's SummerSlam or something. I think that, see the problem is, is that now there's too many people I like on SmackDown. Yeah. Because I want Nakamura to be champion. But I also like the idea of AJ keeping the belt. And fighting And then Dana fighting. Bryan. I like the idea of Miz winning the Money in the Bank. And then taking the title from AJ or Daniel Bryan and then building him as champion all the way to Mania and then it being Daniel Bryan versus The Miz at WrestleMania. Super worth it and I'm super sold on that. And right? now we fantasy booked it and it's not going to happen. And now it's not going to happen. Exactly. So, But then that but then it negates stuff like Samoa Joe. Yeah, yeah. It negates stuff like, you know. When those saying? are all guys are fillers. And then the word is right now that they're really high on Samoa Joe. So exactly. So Samoa Joe might be getting a push here soon. God, too many superheroes there is, on SmackDown. Like, I'm telling you, SmackDown's about, again, finally, is going to be the show to watch again. And Cesaro's finally on it. Remember how upset he was a couple years ago when so he didn't get put on SmackDown? Miz? Oh, man. Mm, I don't know. And then I also, but then it's like, I also, it, it if Seth retains, then Jinder's not winning. Yes. No, but that's not necessarily true because they're doing Backlash a week later and they could do interpromotional brand things on they that could. show, too. They could. Hmm. And you could still do like Jeff Hardy versus Randy without it being for the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. I'll go with. I'll go with. Oh man, I'm gonna go with Joe. Okay. Because I also like the idea of the belt being I on like, Joe. I like the belt being on Joe too. It's, like I said, it's either between Joe and Miz in my head. That's a lot of heels I've picked so far. I've picked four heels and Cedric freaking Alexander. In so a, I guess I'll go with John Saudi, Cena. In Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia. That you think yeah, it's going to be a house show where it's going to be all baby faces winning. No, but I think I have baby faces. No, I don't. But right, we'll Smack, get to yeah, SmackDown, Tag Team Champions, the Bludgeon Brothers, and the Usos. I'm picking the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, they have been so dominant, it doesn't make any sense, especially because you know that Naomi's not going to be interfering in this match. No, there's no way she's twerking uh, on the ramp to make Luke not pay attention to a yeah, super kick. Yeah, they're doing what it was like, uh, the Dudley boys did it with Trish Stratus uh-huh. back in 2000, So, which I think will work. Except, it'll work. Except that I don't think they're going to end with Luke Harper putting Naomi through a table. 
God, let that happen. You know? But I God, mean, let that happen. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I'll pick the Bludgeon Brothers as okay. well. Um, and then the Raw Tag Team for the vacant Raw Tag Team Champions. Uh, I'm sure Nicholas will be able to leave class to watch who will be getting his formally vacated belt, so, at least during that match. This is the one that bothers me kind of the most because unless they're moving Cesaro and Sheamus back to well, Raw. Well, they, they did a segment with the New Day talking about their new book and their pancakes and stuff backstage where... The bar said that they are clearly going to be the best tag team on SmackDown, but to not really worry because after the greatest Royal Rumble, they're going to be moving back to Raw because they're winning the Raw Tag Team Champions. Now, sometimes they say things like that and then they ignore it later. But that would elude that if they win, they'll move back to Raw. They could also move back to Raw and then lose the belts back to them at Backlash. But then that would be another, that would just be swapping one predictable Exactly. Ending to another one. So I'm picking Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy on this one. Put the belts on them. Fine was it. I want this team. I, w- I want Matt Hardy to get to the top of the card somehow. I don't know if this is how they do it, but this is how I want it. What do they call them on Raw? They call them something. They have an, a tentative name. Do they? Yeah, the... Woken, Woken that, Family. Well, the Eater of Worlds, but something that, that ends with Eater. Uh, the... Believe the I don't believers, know. No. the Bo leave the what? No, <laughs> I would love for Bo and Curtis to get put with them. I would too, actually. So I don't know. So yeah, I'm picking Matt and uh, Bray as well. I think it's. I mean, and Bray's babyface now. Yeah, for sure. Not doing anything different. He's you just laughing with Matt Hardy. So thing that Matt Hardy does, and it's so it's so small, and it's it just Matt Hardy. We know what kind of limitation he has as a wrestler. He's not like the best flashy guy in all Thai world. It's fine. He never yeah. has been. Yeah. My favorite thing is when his opponent does something and he's impressed by it, so he stops the whole entire yeah. match and gets and makes everybody, everybody clap. clap. Yeah. That is my favorite bec- yes. thing in, in wrestling, wrestling right, right now. now. Yeah. It really That's is. That's very silly. It's, it's very, very silly, silly but it's awesome. It's so character driven. So yeah. Well, Matt has always. I don't. You said that he's not the best, but I, Matt is an underrated wrestler. He he's is. just not flashy. He's not flashy. I don't dislike that. He had a big feud. On the indies with Luke Hawks, actually, where I got to see a few of their of them fighting in person in mm-hmm. New Orleans, and I was amazed at how, because I never was a big fan of Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was always on the Hardy Boys bandwagon as everyone was as kids, and everyone liked Jeff and nobody liked Matt, which seems harsh, but was it's the truth. pretty much true. And then, but only after I started like really seeing him in person as like a singles guy after he left WWE. So my wife didn't know anything about them. So whenever, how? well, she didn't watch wrestling. Okay. So well, whenever they came back, and she's like, she just oh, thought of him as the woken guy. Well, he's the he's the more popular one. I was like, no, Jeff oh, has wow. had matches with like Undertaker. Jeff Hardy is a former WWE, WWE champion, champion and world champion multiple times. He's so, like a three or four time world champion. So I was he like, was the franchise SmackDown guy before he left, and then got caught with all that stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he had to. You've heard it. You've seen. Have you ever watched his match with Sting, where yeah. he was so zonked out that he was, lost uh, in seconds? Was uh, which one call it? Had to come out and stop it. Yeah. Um, so, so that's embarrassing. But he's really done a lot better since then. And I'm, yeah, know, yeah. I think he's clean. I mean, uh, he, yeah, I think he drinks now. I've, I've, so. I've told you the story about because my favorite guy was CM Punk, and so and my brother's favorite guy was Jeff Hardy, and they had a big feud. So it was it? It, it stands out to me because my brother. Doesn't really watch wrestling, but whenever he sees Jeff Hardy, you can tell that he becomes a little boy again. When That's how he loved when he was a little kid. So anybody that beats up Jeff, he just really doesn't like. So he hates Sam Punk to this nice. day. 
because he cashed in his money in the bank on him in New Orleans while we were there. It was pretty great. John Cena versus Triple H is also a match. Yeah, just randomly on here. Yeah, no setup. You know, this, they've never, in my opinion, built it up the way I, it's because of the WrestleMania 23 that that didn't get to happen because they had their WrestleMania 22 match, which was awesome. When they drafted Cena to Raw, which was, God, so long ago. It doesn't feel like it was that long, in 2005. I knew that they were going to do them against each other. And they've had matches since, but they've never, they've always been a big deal, but it always has this same kind of thing where, it, and it's really weird because they haven't wrestled in a really long time, but they have a chemistry of being really over that I'm, I'm interested to see how this plays because it's kind of, I'm not saying under the radar, but they're not really promoting it in the wrestlers on the shows, like because they're not active wrestlers. So it does seem like this should be a bigger deal than yeah. what it is. But I think when they come out, it will be a big deal. That's what I was trying to say is that it mm. always is a big deal once they're there. But they always kind of treat it like they talk about it, but because Triple H is such a limited schedule and so is John now, that they don't talk it up as much. So I'm I'm looking forward to this just because I like the matches where they just kind of they did it with the Finn Balor AJ match. When he replaced Bray Wyatt, where they right, built right, right. up Kurt, and that was all about Kurt Angle wrestling at TLC, and then so they really didn't promote the Finn AJ stuff, and I really liked that the way that affected the match, that it kind of just felt like it was just there, and it felt like it was on its own, and uh, I think this match will have that kind of cool quality to it. So they're both coming off a loss. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> at uh, WrestleMania, the, one by a girl, well, one by the why uh, you gotta, Undertaker. Why, she's the baddest woman on the planet, and he technically. No, they tapped at the same time, right? Or they were they were about to tap at the same yeah. time, but uh, he didn't really suffer. It was it was Stephanie that lost. So Triple H mm-hmm. lost by default. Sure. I think. Oh man, Cena hasn't won in a long time, so I guess they could continue that. I'm picking Cena. He's because not this winning. This is a crowd that is going to uh, want to see Cena yeah. win. So I mean, you assume that I would assume you so. don't know the population of Saudi Arabia. They might be the innovators of the Cena sucks chant. You don't know. This is true. I don't know. They might be. They all might be very big Nikki Bella fans, and they're not happy with him. Yeah, you think they you keep up with total? They Bellas? might. They might. So, so the next match is uh, Undertaker. I'm also picking Cena, by the way. Okay, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's sarcastic, yeah. yeah. You are. I thought you were going to pick Triple H, actually. No, I'll pick Cena. That's mm. what I'm going to say. Is because Cena has a he hasn't won a match on pay per view in a long time, and. I don't think it's. I think it's time for him to win one. Undertaker versus Rusev in a casket mat. Casket mat. I thought that was Chris Jericho. No, Rusev. It never happened. Nobody ever said anything. So about I Chris want. So, I want someone to tell me who it was specifically that jumped the gun about that because the story now is that he did the thing about TMZ, which we talked about, mm-hmm. where he didn't even say the thing that people said that he said. No, what Undertaker's wife said he said. And then. After Michelle McCool seemed to be like, yeah, you know, it's a work, guys. You know, that then they said it was all right. Mm-hmm. I love the, the Sami Zayn. All this stuff, the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, the jokes about J- uh, Jason Jordan was pretty great. Mm-hmm. But then the comment about Lana's finally letting Rusev uh, have a match with The Undertaker. So that's, you know, that'll happen. I love that. Lana won't be there again. No. Lana should be with frickin' Rusev now that I it's, think about it. Why weird. is she not? It's weird she's that not doing she's anything else. Not. Especially because the whole thing, shockingly, with her and Tamina didn't work. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that didn't get over. <laughs> so, I mean, it got over with me. I love well, Lana. So. I, yeah, I like Lana. I like her. I liked her short-lived theme music when they let her wrestle. I love that. Apparently, they didn't like her dancing on the chair. Either that was too provocative or she just was not very good at dancing on the chair at live shows. Maybe those videos were edited much more than we thought they were. I think that it would be amazing if Rusev won, 
after losing <laughs> countless times everywhere else. I I would freak out if you want. I I'm picking Undertaker, but there's a small part of me that would I would it will never happen, so it doesn't even really no, matter. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It would be so amazing. It, it would, would it would trump I feel like it would trump the whole It would trump everything night. else. I mean, that's kind of a bold thing no, it's to say. Not, this no, is it's a not. crazy show. It I can't believe this show. show is going on because we haven't even gone to, and I don't even know how we're going to predict this last match. So we're going to. Uh, we haven't talked about this yet. No, we, we haven't even we thought do, about we how we're going to talk about it. this. So the last match, I would imagine the last match of the night would be a historic first ever 50 man greatest Royal Rumble match. Oh my God. How long is this match going to be? I mean, they did do that two hour Raw match, so it's not like they're against doing a two hour long match. They did do a two hour Raw match. Yeah. So. So how long are normal Royal Rumbles? Uh, They're usually about an hour, seventy ma- so, minutes. Well, they it's they have the entrances, and then after the thirty after the thirtieth entrance, there's always a big breakdown of yeah. you know it doesn't end right after the last guy comes out, and this which is be won't be any more people than 20 normal. More. Yes. Now they might do three minutes. They might do sixty second intervals instead of ninety second intervals. That's true. To keep the momentum going. Oh, it's not five minutes. You're, you're, I said three no, it's minutes. never been five. Three like minutes. What's wrong with you? Jeez. <laughs> like my math is really well. Right a there. minute and a half. Yeah, a minute and a half. So they did, yeah, they they did two minutes seconds. for a long time, but then they realized that that was too long. So 60 so. seconds, they can do that. Yeah, I think that could, that, and I think that might work. They did 60 seconds in the Rumble where Shawn Michaels and British Bulldog were the last two because they were the only interesting people in the whole Rumble. Mm-hmm. So they did that because they wanted to get through it. But I think with this many people, they might want to do so it. So it doesn't last. 60 seconds wouldn't be 50 minutes. So an hour. Yeah, it would be like an hour long match. Yeah, I think that, that'll that work. works. But who who wins? So we're going to do how we always do Royal Rumbles. We pick three. We okay, have, we'll each pick three. We have our top pick, which we get three points for. We have our middle pick, which we get two points. And we have our last pick, which get one point. If any of those three people uh, win... Um, obviously we get the points for that. If you don't pick the winner, then you don't get, you get zero points. This is how we've done it in the past for the past two years. So, uh, that all being said, I have no idea who's going to win this. So my instant pick, I, I, to right or wrong from WWE, Mm -hmm. I picked Dan O'Brien. Yeah. Is that your top pick? That's probably my middle pick. Okay. (laughs) It's my middle pick. Tell me your top pick first as I write this down. I'm not... Um, I, I didn't make enough room on our sheet, so this isn't helpful. It's like when people give you thirteen, like you know, like seventeen in a phone number, and you didn't write that you already wrote the seven down. And you can't shimmy the one in, in front of it. I don't know. I, like I'm, I'm thinking Dan Bryan is my top pick. How top many people? Pick. So they announced wait with the graphic for the poster, which was spoiler filled because they had Rey Mysterio. It, yeah, in it. they're not showing on Raw. So on the Raw show, like when they promote it, they show that like. What eight people have entered this fifty-man rumble, mm-hmm. which is insane. Yes, it's insane for me to think that there will be surprises at a show in Saudi Arabia. Maybe Hulk Hogan will be in the rumble. There are going to be surprises at the rumble. I think rumble. the Great Khali could be a winner. No, as the okay. So first of all, the winner is not for the greatest Royal Rumble. It's pretty great because there's fifty people in it, I guess. But it doesn't seem like you're getting a title shot. But it's going to be you're a- getting a trophy pain in the ass to get back home because the trophy is like the andre the giant trophy and you're gonna have to carry that through customs it doesn't look like it's gonna be spray painted you know brown the 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 andre the giant statue looks like it's coated in popcorn like movie popcorn butter that's like it's not gold it's yellow so i'm picking but it's matt hardy's now so it doesn't really matter uh daniel bryan for my number one matt hardy as my number two 
and Kevin Owens. You don't Owens, even know that that Ke- that he's going to be in I it. I don't. And then Kevin Owens as my third. I like that. I like that list. I'm going to go with... I'll, I'm going to pick Daniel Bryan as my top pick, too. Just because it would be awesome. I also... You know what? I'm going to pick... Okay, I'm going to pick the three guys that have never won a Royal Rumble that it's bullshit that none of them have won a Royal Rumble. Okay? Okay. Daniel Bryan, third. For three points. My second pick is going to be Chris Jericho. Okay. Oh, wow. That's actually... That, that he's never pick. won the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And Kurt Angle. Oh, that's a good pick, too. Because he's never won a Royal Rumble. How? I mean, Daniel Bryan had a shorter career, and yeah, he was short-lived. Yeah, yeah. He still Jericho, has time. That's kind of, How have Jericho crazy. and Daniel Bryan, and the last couple, like, when they were in San Antonio, and he was down in the Final Four, and then freaking Orton won. I was like, no. And then Jericho was supposed to be in that Universal title. Screw WrestleMania 33. Always ruining my plan. And then at WrestleMania 28, he was. it was so telegraphed that he was going to win that they went, no, it's too obvious, and they gave to Sheamus instead. And good for Sheamus. You know, I like that Sheamus has won basically everything except the Intercontinental title. He's been a king of the ring. He's won the Royal Rumble. He's won Money in the Bank. He's been both WWE and world champion. He hasn't been universal champion, I guess. They could start turning that into a thing. Yeah, so those are my three picks. Because so, why not? So why not? And why has Kurt Angle never won a Royal Rumble? He was usually busy defending the WWE he Championship was, during Rumbles. And he wasn't in the company really all He wasn't that there long, that long so. for six. He was in TNA almost twice as long as he was yeah. in WWE. That's weird to think about. That is weird. So those are our picks. Uh, how we always do it is we're, these are our picks. We'll post it probably on Friday right before the show happens on social media. Um, we should but, try to have the show up before the Greatest Royal Rumble starts. Yeah, it'll be up tomorrow on the night before the Royal Rumble. So Very cool. Uh, if you want to give us your picks, let us know your picks. Let us know in the show notes page on somewhenerd.com. Or you let us know on our Facebook page. We actually have a Facebook page for Nerds of Square Circle. Let us know. I want to ask you, do you think this is going to be the Greatest Royal Rumble? Because we just had a damn good Royal Rumble a few months ago that kind of took the stank off the... It had not delivered in the way people wanted to for a long time, and it finally was good. And now I'm afraid that they're going to tarnish the Royal Rumble's name again. This is the greatest one. 50 people. This is the greatest one. Will R-Truth bring out a ladder? How big was the the big Royal Rumble? Didn't they have 40, a, man. Was it 40? And it was bloated then. Yeah. Yeah. I seriously can't think of 50 people. It'll have NXT people in it. Maybe Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa will be in it. I mean, Wouldn't that have, be amazing? They have to pull all those people. They don't have to. I'm and saying like they can no, they can do they, they can literally do the entire SmackDown if it's 50 people that's 25 people per roster they have 25 people on each roster yeah I guess they do uh, that is our show go follow us on Facebook Twitter Instagram leave us a review on iTunes if you dug the show uh, thank you leave you us a that. review even if you don't like the show yeah five stars nothing I actually nothing under I want you to tell us what we could do to upset more people because yep. I feel like that's the way to get going in this world is to not in the wrestling world it's not give people what people, people like off, it's huh? to get people what they don't want so what do you so not want you let want us know of. what you don't want so we can give you more of that uh, we talked about mostly all WWE on this show so, we talked a little bit about Wildcat. Yeah, but that was only at the beginning. That That's was our true. opening. So most of the show has been WWE, so hopefully... Did you like that or did you not like that? I, yeah, it's fine with me, but apparently... I know people are going to bitch about the last podcast we released, but I haven't got the feedback from it since it only released today. Yeah, it only means, what, two hours long. It's yeah. supersized. It is a supersized episode. So thank you um, for everybody that is downloading the episode. Uh, mm-hmm. We do have good numbers coming out already, so thank you for sticking with the show. But I want to know, what can we do? to make this the most i want this to be the worst podcast in the history of podcasts oh, wow i want people to go like oh god have you, you listened have to, to listen to nerds of the squared circle 
I cannot believe some of the things that they say on that. Anyway, we release a podcast every single Friday. We'll be back next Friday with a new podcast and review of the Greatest Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. apparently. And our picks for Backlash? Apparently, yeah. So that'll be the show next week. Good God. All right. Uh, we have been your host. I am Snarf Chris. And this is Sam Kiss. And we'll see you next week. Thank y'all. <laughs>